Yo, what's going on, everybody? So if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So here, let me explain. Number one, it's free. Number two, they have features that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, you can make money from your podcast with zero minimum listenership. That's right, guys. You heard it right. Zero minimum listenership. That's pretty dope. And lastly, number four, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. That way it can be listened to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. How ready are you? Super ready. Yeah, we still have like a good amount of beer, so I think we're good. I think so. I think what do I have like about halfway with my beer right now? What should, about you? Should we take out the other two? No, we gotta let it be cold. I mean, yeah, you can always take off your headphones and grab them, or yeah. I can take off my headphones and grab them. Yeah, it's no big deal. We got this. Okay, then start. No, nah, well, we already started. Oh, we did. <laughs> Damn it! It's the best way to break the ice. It's to just start. What up, y'all? What up, y'all? It's Sir Taylor here. And Candy. The lovely at Creme de la Duce mm-hmm. on your social media accounts. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and follow her. Check her out. Here we go. So we are drinking. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, we're drinking um, some Monkish craft beer. It is a biggie, biggie, biggie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, literally, guys, it literally says Biggie, Biggie, Biggie on the label. Yeah. On the can. Um, It's a triple India pale 10.1 ABV. So we're sipping on. We're going to get trashed. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah, Basically. we're, we're, we're going to get yeah. faded. Yeah, yeah. I already know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime... We got some shit to talk about because it's been two and a half years, at least, since we've seen each other. Yes. We go back to the L.A. Kush days. L.A. Kush, yes, 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 yes. Not the quote-unquote fake one on Alvarado. It's the one on Valley. Yeah, the legit one. The legit one, the first one. Oh, whatever. Oh, my God. They would have the biggest fucking deals about that every time, (laughs) every every shift that would work. (laughs) We had to be the legit one, always. Yeah. Like, oh, you are you guys um the one on Alvarado? No, we're not the one on Alvarado. We're the one on Valley. Oh, well, they said that you guys are the fake one, and we're actually the real ones. Oh Every fucking shift. So annoying. Like, I was tired of hearing about that shit. Every shift. What do you want to smoke? <laughs> <laughs> Like, just tell me what you're here for. <laughs> what do you need? I'll let you know if we got it. Red box or blue box? Which one do you want? <laughs> for real. <laughs> oh, man. But I think that's what I loved about that shop is that, like, a lot of the patients were regulars. Mm-hmm. So they already knew what they wanted. Or they had homies that referred them to the shop and were like, oh. God, they told me to get the red box. 
or I forgot, or the Cushberry Cheesecake. Yo, the Cushberry Cheesecake was low-key. No, st- it was fire yeah, for it, a sativa, yeah, yeah, and I don't some smoke sativas. Okay. <laughs> I found myself going there on my days off just to get some Cushberry. Because I wanted to be active through my weeks. Yeah, she was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite was, is everyone's going to hate on me for this one. But I really, really liked um, L.A. Punch and Black Gelato. Okay, I don't think I really tried the L.A. Punch. Mm-hmm. But I tried the Black Gelato and that was my shit. Because I'm into like a good hybrid that's tasty. And that one, it was like, it wasn't too heavy. Of a hybrid for Yeah, me. yeah, exactly. Like, I like a 50-50, like, well-balanced hybrid. It's That's hard to find. Everyone there was trying to get, like, super, like, fucked up and blitzed. And I just, like, nah, give me a nice buzz. Give me a nice introspective kind of high, you know, maybe a little goofiness. Mm-hmm. And I'm in there. Good days. Some good days. <laughs> Some good days. <laughs> Some good days. Some bad days. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wasn't there long enough to, like have bad days i feel like i was there for such a short time and for such a short period of time no that's true like i think you and maybe a few others were like always super level the whole time like it gets super busy we get short staffed but you'd always like have like a very even keel attitude the whole time i mean yeah i feel like i'm like that with all jobs Mm -hmm. also because i was new there and I mean, there was always new employees also. So it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm the type of person to be very chill with everyone. Mm-hmm. And I mind my own business and I'm there for business. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So it's like, I, I've just always had that mindset. Like, I'm just here to work. You're a hustler. No, for real. Them tips yeah. were nice though, weren't they? Sometimes, sometimes. I feel like people were still getting used to me being the new girl, but then there were some regulars that really fucked with me. Mm-hmm. And I could tell they fucked with me because I was new there and they were already calling like, yo, can I talk to Candy? I was just there like a few hours ago. Is Candy still there? And I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> I'm on the clock, baby. I'm getting paid for this. I would rather talk to you than like fucking wipe down this fucking counter you know how many times i dusted off those trophy cases i can't remember how many times but isn't that so stupid like they would really give like think that you're the hardest worker just because you're dusting off this case five ten times a fucking shift and what what's interesting though is we were talking earlier like you said that they wanted to make you manager fucking Ivy and Kat wanted me to be manager, I think, like, the second month I started there. Yeah. And I kept turning it down over and over and over and over again. And then, eventually, they just stuck me on fucking social media shit, and I couldn't stand doing it. No, yeah. They they put me on social media, like, right away. Like? Right away. And I'm like, huh? Do you, like, do you see our personalities? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, um, okay. How do you fucking do this? Um, yeah, I mean, are you surprised that they wanted us to be managers, though? Like, I'm not. We, we, we were the shit. You know? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> There's a reason. There's a reason why. It is what it is. You know? But it's just like when you know it's not for the right company, it's like 
it's not really something that you would want to accomplish. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. 100%. It yeah. is what it is. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, so we're almost a whole beer in. And yeah. it's uh, it's, it's 16 ounce. So, I mean, it's not a tolly, but it's like a... It, it's a 16 ounce. It's a Come beer on, and a half. Pint. pint nice. A pint. It's a, it's a nice pint. A nice... Cold pint. Mm-hmm. It's 10.1%, people. This shit hits. Yeah. You do this. Pull your mic a little bit closer to you. This part right here. Like, extend it this way. There you go. Perfect. Much better. Oh, better. Nice. Much nice. better. Much better. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got English accents for you listeners. Y'all ain't ready for that. <laughs> y'all can't handle the truth honestly this is really good for it being 10% because I've had other 10% like craft beer that mm-hmm. is a lot more bitter for it being 10% if that makes any sense no it does a lot of the IPAs <laughs> are super bitter there's um I like this uh Voodoo Ranger brand Excuse me. Um, there's this juicy fruit. I think it's like yeah, no, it's juicy haze IPA. That's what it is. It's like seven and a half percent. Um, it's got the a very very slight bitter taste to it, but it's very like pineapple-y, hoppy, mango-y. It's, Ooh, it's really good. Which one? It's called Juicy Fruit Haze by Voodoo Ranger. Juicy. Okay, so um, go ahead and say that. You can't. Yeah. You can't just like tell me this and not give me a visual. So I'm just gonna have to Google it. Use the Google machine, the okay? Do, do what you got to do. Juicy Fruit IPA. You're not talking in the mic. You're talking on the side of the mic, um, you goofball. <laughs> sorry. What is it called? Uh, Juicy Haze. Juicy Haze. IPA, I'm pretty sure. IPA. Oh, wow, Voodoo Ranger. There you go. It's like a yellowish can, I think. I wonder if I've had it. Oh, I've had this. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, I've had this. It's pretty popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not I've too crazy. I've had this. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I like it. Nothing crazy. Interesting. But yeah, I try to go for beers that are at least 7% or higher. Like, no less than 7%. If I can go 9 or 10 or higher, like, you know. <laughs> that's the way to do it, folks. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of calories and carbs in these motherfuckers, right? We, we need to I mean, buzz. if you're going to commit, you might as well commit. Um, I've been trying a variety of IPAs lately, and I haven't found a lot that are in the, like, 9 to 10% range. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the last IPA that was in the 10% range, it was actually, like, 10.5 from what I remember was years ago and that created like a whole fight between me and like one of my ex best friends. It was wild. Like she got drunk, I got drunk. Oh my god. (sighs) You know, I never hear of uh, look, all right. So I hear about ex boyfriends all the time, but I never ever hear about ex best friends enough. It's real. Is it real? So real. How is it real? Super real. Because it's like this is someone that I grew up with. And I'm talking about, like, we went to preschool, fucking kindergarten, 
elementary school, middle school together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we were best friends, like <laughs> for that much time. It's Come a long on now. Time. Yeah. And, you know, to have a disagreement about certain things. Um, but her, like our case is super different because our families were also involved and there was like a certain kind of situation, which I won't say through here, but I will tell you privately, um, that involved our parents and that had a lot to do with why I f- feel like we I mean we still tried to be like really good friends but I know in my heart that she still had some kind of resentment towards me because of a certain situation that happened between our parents so that so she used that against me or like she always had that resentment towards me Mm -hmm. which is why maybe like she didn't put as much effort into our friendship as mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. And I could tell. And I always, like I said, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm very like in tune with myself and also the energy around me. So like, if you're negative and you come around me, I feel that right away. Like I know right away that you're in a bad fucking space. And I'm already sucking up that shit. And I get nervous right away, even though, like, let's say it's you, for Mm -hmm. example. And, you know, you just went through your breakup and you're in a bad fucking space and you pick me up and you're just like mad or angry, but you're trying to play it off. I feel that. Yeah, it, yeah, you can sense it, right? <laughs> like, you can sense it right away. And it's not that I'm, like, in tune or I'm, like, fucking special. Everyone has a ball of energy around them. Read the Celestine Prophecy. It'll fucking change your mind forever. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. It's a book. Okay. It's a book. Get into it. I'm not going to dive into this book. It's just going to cause another conversation. And I'd rather have that be more of a surprising experience for whoever listens to this. And then you'll get where the fuck I'm coming from. But everyone, in short, everyone has a ball of like this energy field around you. So that is why like if you come in contact with someone who's like very negative or is in a negative space, you're going to feel that or absorb it right away. It's not that you choose to. It's just that it happens. It's inevitable. Okay. So it's like, I already knew, like, you know, there's this negative space that you're coming from. So, like, with my ex-best friend, for example, you know, I tried to make it work, but I already knew that it was because of, like, the situation that happened between our parents that it wasn't going to work out. You know, like mm. she she held on to that. It was like resentment towards me. Like she she just like. It's like some deep rooted issues that like stem back from years and years. Yeah. You know, like, but people hold on to that shit. Yeah, they do. That's weird. You know, they, they hold on to it and it is what it is. But like 
as a human being, even if you're not aware of this like energy field around you, you already know who you're supposed to stay away from. Yeah, that's true. Or like who you feel super comfortable with. Mm. You know, like who you're super happy with, you feel safe with, you can talk to anything about with and versus like who you can't. Well, would you say like you're able to be more perceptive to, I guess, auras and um, feelings and, and so on and so forth because of your like your education background? being a behavior therapist like do they teach you like that kind of stuff in school not necessarily like it, auras and energies but like i don't know like you can pick up on cues you know yeah yeah, yeah. like i can pick up on behaviors mm-hmm. you know i'm a behavior therapist yep. so i can pick up on behaviors but the thing is like i also only deal with kids who have autism um sometimes depending on who who I interact with. So it's like, if it's like the first time meeting, it's different versus like if I hang out with you again and I see the rep- like some kind of repetitive behavior where I'm like, oh, okay. Then I start to catch on and I'm like more observant. But it kind of depends on the person. Interesting. You know, because I mean, everyone's very different. And also, like I said, I specialize with children and young adults who have autism so how does that work so is it like separate classes that, that specialize in um autism cases like autistic cases or how did you necessarily get into specializing in the autism spectrum kind of thing so i always found it interesting because the like children who have autism they're very intelligent beings mm-hmm. super intelligent they just have difficulties in communicating, socializing, managing their own behaviors, knowing what's wrong from right. So, in general, I knew that whatever I wanted to do as a profession, um, it would be with helping children. And it didn't matter whether it was, like, you know, children versus, like, children with special needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew that I wanted to, like, help. It wasn't teach. It was help. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's crazy. I feel like I've been guided this whole time, mm-hmm. like, on this whole journey of mine. Because I've always felt like I was such a lone wolf from a very, very young age. And I'm talking maybe like 14 or 15. Um, But I always knew I wanted to help kids. And in college, I was lucky enough to take a course where it was specifically behavior uh, therapy. And it was specifically with children with autism. And I got really into it to the point where I was, like, ahead of my class. Um, and I just, I got really into it. I saw a lot of progress within me and my clients. Um, and that's why I stuck by it. You know, I just saw the impact that I had as a behavior therapist. Um, 
so everything kind of naturally happened and meshed well. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I wanted to help people. I took a course in college, which helped me get into this company. And then because I was so open to it, I just bloomed within that company, within that field, Um, which I'm super happy about because I'm like, dang, I'm really living my purpose here. Like every day I'm helping a family Mm -hmm. out with their child. Or I'm like helping this child grow into like their own person or like trying to help this child or young adult like understand how life is working or like what they're interested in or like how to communicate with people, how to respond, why they're telling you this, why you're asking this. It's it's crazy. So what are like the levels I would you would say like? Because my little brother, he, he has autism, and he has a very hard time um, conjuring words. Like, he's just now kind of learning how to formulate words. How old is he? He's, I think he can turn 13 or 14 this year. See, here's my thing. It's like, I can't say there's levels or, like, specific levels, because they say there's, like, low-functioning and high-functioning, but the thing is, it's, like, I've met very young kids who are super high-functioning. I've met, like, older kids that are super high-functioning. I've met, like, younger kids that are low-functioning. I've met kids that are, or, like, younger adults who are low-functioning. It kind of, like, I feel like it depends on, like, And it's so hard to describe this because a lot of parents catch it very early. Mm -hmm. Some parents don't catch it early or, like, they choose to ignore it because they don't know how to handle it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, tell me more about your brother. I feel like I would get a little more of an idea of where he's at if you tell me about him. he, He doesn't really speak. So is he, like, non-vocal? Like, does he have a device he uses to communicate? Or does he just, like, say one word responsive? Mm, like, he's, like, there, like he's been, he's had a speech therapist for countless years, and he's done special education. Um, but I feel like he's just kind of now putting together certain words. Like, you're actually able to understand. Like, he's able to kind of, like, vocalize it clearly. Um, but, like, he understands, likes to play, you know, and, and have fun and stuff like that and wrestle and stuff. It's just, I think it's mainly, like, the speech part. So, like, when he communicates with you guys, like, how does he communicate? Like, is he able to speak in full sentences? Mm-hmm. Does, does he, like, speak in, like, one word? like One word, usually. Okay. Does he, is it, like mainly vocal or does he have like an ipad he uses to communicate does he have like a binder that he uses to communicate well it's all vocal it's usually vocal yeah okay so the thing is like i wouldn't say i'm like a specialist in this um if he has some kind of vocabulary i wouldn't say he's like non-vocal um you know, every kid is at their own stage. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very difficult mm-hmm. 
like autism is very mysterious i feel like um you know there's been many many studies and they still can't under like figure out like where it stems from um but from my experience like a lot all not a lot i'm sorry all of my clients are so highly intelligent sometimes i mean most of the time it amazes me because i have clients that can spell very quickly and i have clients that are oh my god like out of this world with math Mm. and science Mm -hmm. and they have these memory skills that are like beyond just like you would never expect it ever and I, i i sometimes most of the time i'm amazed like whoa 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 I wouldn't even be able to do this. (laughs) Like, that's why I love it so much because they're such intelligent beings. They just have difficulties in certain areas. So, like, I wouldn't be able to speak on your brother because I haven't met him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was just trying to get, like, trying to gauge, like, like like, the levels of it. Like the spectrum of autism. You know, because, like, I'm not the most educated in that. So there are like kids, most of the time, like the, the most I can tell you is like, like with all my clients, the similarity, similarities I see is like, you know, most of the time they just have a hard time communicating Mm -hmm. what they need, what they want, hard time communicating their thoughts. You know, I deal with behaviors like tantruming. Um, non-compliance when they're not following rules um stereotypies like hand stereotypy where they're constantly stimming flapping hands clapping and stuff they can't control it um vocal stereotypy where they're like repeating things um or and they're repeating like statements questions um non-communicative sounds Mm -hmm. um so every kid is just so, so, so different. So different. That's crazy. Like, because my little brother, he's, he doesn't do tantrums. Like, he's just, he's very smart. He just doesn't talk really. Yeah. And he's just like in his own world. And it's like, he's yeah. always like has a smile and it's just amazing. You know, I love it. And that's why I love my job because I try my best best to explain what's going on mm-hmm. at the moment so i'm talking a lot yeah. so i'm describing like what's going on you know what there's what we're seeing what we're feeling what we're hearing all the time i'm just i you know or like if they're tantruming i'm talking their emotions so they understand, like, at this moment, you're, like, screaming because you're mm-hmm. mad yeah, yeah. or you're sad yeah. about something. So I'm constantly talking or, like, I'm constantly trying to help them understand why they're feeling the way they're feeling or what's happening and why it's happening at the moment. Like, it's big. It's, like, a big part of my job is, like, helping them understand why it's happening and how to go about it. So, like, you're really just guiding this little life. That's, man. <laughs> That's, it's, man, like. It's a lot. It, 
It's got to be a lot. And like, I don't think educators enough, especially in special education and behavioral therapy, they don't get enough credit, you know, like there's, there's still so much to learn and, and so much to, you know, research and stuff. I think it's dope. No, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I feel like it's a lot for parents. And that's why a lot of parents don't like they see that their child is not speaking for what? first year of their life second Mm -hmm. year of their life and they don't do anything about it because you know they just either think it's normal or in denial and like a lot of the times with like clients a lot of like things they don't seek help until it's i wouldn't say it's too late but you know like it could have been done at an earlier time Oh, for sure. And my parents, they caught it super early, like within like the first couple of years that he was. Yeah. Born, and even you know? when they do catch it on early, like, you know, some parents are a little scared about it. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to deal with it or yep. like the family is traditional or whatever the case may be. And they just don't want to tackle it. And it's unfortunate, but it happens. And I mean. You just try to do your best. I'm going to cheers to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> for being awesome. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. No, yeah. Yeah. What other kind of like behavior therapy do you like? Do you take on any other clients as well? Or have you ever done that before? Like a lot of people in the world that probably need therapy. No, yeah. I get that a lot. Um, A lot of the time you have to understand like with behavior therapy, you're always striving for independence mm-hmm. within your clients and for them to communicate, do things independently. So you can still apply that with like in real life. You know, yeah. I did that with my roommate recently. Mm. She doesn't know about it, but she might know now if she hears the podcast. <laughs> I love you so much. All right. <laughs> if you hear this, I love you. Don't be mad. We appreciate you. Um, We, you know, she saw that I was going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And I was on my shit. Like I said, I've been like hella consistent these past few months like when i mean consistent i'm talking about like consistent like a bitch is not playing um and Mm. she saw that and um when we started i felt like she was trying to see like what i was doing as a workout Mm -hmm. and the thing is like what might work for me might not work for you. It's true. So I almost felt like she was being dependent on me when she started working out. Or like like, like you guys had to work out together? Yeah. Oh, okay. And the thing is, I I like I'm down with that, but also like I I'm going at a certain pace. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like if I'm going at this pace, you might not be going at that pace. So then I might be done with this first and then I have to wait for you to be mm-hmm. done. It kind of prolongs my workout. Yeah, we just want to get like, in, do our thing, get and, out. Exactly. Just, yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Totally. So for a while, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go to the gym 
And then if she asks me, I'm not going to go with her. Like, I'm just going to, like, make it to a point where she's forced to go alone. And then she gets to figure out, like, her her routine. Mm-hmm. And I told her, too, I was like, my goal for you is to figure out, like, your workout routine. Like, that's my homework for you. Like, you need to figure out a routine. Yeah, she, yeah, she needs to figure out what her, like, her goals are, what what exercise groups she's trying to hit, or muscle groups, I mean. And, yeah, like, I want to go in, not rest, just fucking bust it out, get the fuck out. And I'm and that way. But, yeah, if you work out with someone, like, it could take up to, like, two hours sometimes. But the thing is, it's like, when you've been going for so long, like, once you have your workout routine set, mm-hmm. and then once you have someone who's just starting off and wants to come with you, but then they're kind of like uh, trying to do the same things that you are, but it's like you can't start where I'm starting you because can't. you're just starting off. You and know what I mean? Especially if it's different weights and it's a like, different ex- oh, exact. Okay, exactly. Yeah. That that's a part. So that that's why I was like, I need you to figure out like your own routine. I didn't tell her that. I was just like, my homework for you is to figure out like routines for like the muscles that you want to mm-hmm. work out. And that's all I told her. And then like weeks later, she was like, now that I now I'm so much more comfortable going by myself because of this and because of that, and I'm like. Behavior therapy, baby. Like, ah. Look at you finessing. Like, okay. You know? She's doing the damn thing, folks. And some people might not understand it, but it's more like I didn't reinforce every single time that she wanted to go to the gym. It was like, I already went. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Like you so I was like trying to promote yeah, yeah. independence. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like you have to go, and I would tell her, like, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. You know, don't forget, like, we're working on this. Don't forget, your goal is this. Don't forget this and this and that. And she would push herself, and she would go, like, all right, Candy already went, so now I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. And she tells me all the time, and I'm like, that's what I <laughs> like this was a plan the whole time. You're about to find out now when you <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> I love you though. She appreciates you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) Sometimes you gotta just be an independent bitch, you know what I'm saying? You gotta do it. That's what I'm saying though, TJ. So I'm I'm all about it. I'm 31 years old, okay? Independence is just like, it's just a lifestyle now. Like, you have to be, you can't be dependent on other people. True. You know, it's it's a gift and a curse. It is. I mean, for me, honestly, I've been super independent um, since a young age. And I chose to be this way for I don't know what reason, but I mean, shit, I look at it as a blessing now. You should. You're mentioning um, being a lone wolf since you were a teenager. I've been a lone wolf since I was, like, nine years old, okay? Like, I used to not only, like, you know, ride my bike and, you know, go out and 
do shit. But I also go to movies by myself as a kid. Mm-hmm. Movies, the mall, just like enjoying my own presence. And what's interesting is like when I mentioned that I do that now, like people think it's kind of like weird. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, why is it weird? You know, it's like I like doing things by myself. I like my own company. I enjoy it. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's tranquil to me personally. And I've been like that since I was a kid. And, you know, I guess, I don't know. I like to find someone that likes that, that has that same kind of like, that has those same properties, like that enjoys their time being by themselves. That has their own life. That doesn't mind being, or doesn't mind sitting sitting in silence. You know, you, you have you ever heard that quote, with um from Mia. Was it Wasikowski from Pulp Fiction? What which one? It's the one where she's like, you know, you truly found someone special when you can shut the fuck up for five minutes or something like that. Yes, I've heard that. You know, like, 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 understated. Like those are really great qualities to have in a person, and. <laughs> I believe in that only because of my roommate. Like, there are times where we talk a lot, and then there are times where we're super silent, and it's not awkward. Not at all. And we've had conversations about that because we're like, we can really sit in silence and just be, like, super cool with each other versus other people where they sit in silence and they just, like, take it so personal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you definitely know when you found the one where you can sit in silence and you're comfortable as fuck. Like, I've, I've, I've had experiences like that. Um, but, you know, they haven't worked out for other reasons. Hit it a miss, folks. That, but I, yeah, I right. get that quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm the same kind of person. Like, I'm very comfortable being alone. I'm okay watching a movie alone. I'm super down going to a show alone. I've done it multiple times. I've flown out of state to go to festivals alone, people. Like, I'm cool with it. <laughs> Kudos. Yeah, I haven't been to a show by myself. But I think that might have to be on the bucket list for sure to run that. No, yeah, I've done a lot of shit solo, especially when it comes to shows like festivals. I've I've flown out to New York for the Governor's Ball mm-hmm. and met made friends there, which is great. Um, I've gone to shows by myself and made friends there. Um, yeah, I just like my thing is. I'm so down (laughs) and I can't help it sometimes. Like I, yeah, I'll hit up maybe like a friend or two and be like, yo, are you down? But like Mm, most of the time I don't really wait for the response and I kind of just get the ticket. And then most of the time they say like, oh, I can't make it. And I'm like, I'm so glad I got the ticket. (laughs) (laughs) So we're having um, Dr. Mentori from Monkish. It's Mentori. It's Mentori. Um, this one is 8.2%. And then we're having Water Balloon Animals, Monkish Brewery again. 
Is it monkish or monkish? Monkish. Monkish. Like monkey. Like monkey. Monkish. <laughs> and this one's ten point one percent. So, which one do you want to open first? Ten point one or eight point two? Let's do the eight point two. Yeah. Let's get it, baby. Okay. That's really good. All right. Okay, so, like, I saw you hit this, like, little pen in front of you, and I'm super curious to know what the heck that is. This is a Puffco dab pen. So, you're just going to hit it in front of me and not fucking offer. No, 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 no. So, that's what you're doing now, TJ? Not at all. I just need to get on your level, because you smoked before this. I did. I smoked and I drank. You smoked and drank a whole beer before this. Three. <laughs> three beers three beers i'm over here sober as a fucking goose but you know go ahead go ahead and try that it's some uh it's quest it's a sativa um okay just press the button hold it hit it get high blast off mm. beer's really good actually you didn't hold it long enough I didn't hold it long enough. Did oh. you hold the whole time? Um. Uh, hold it down, downwards. There you go. <coughs> Her, yeah, you hear that coughing? Mm-hmm. <coughs> that means she got a hit, folks. She's gonna be gone. <coughs> And my buddy Howard is calling me right now. I'm sorry, Howard. I know you'll listen to this podcast, and I'm sorry. Let me message you right now. <coughs> sorry, bro. I'm in the middle of a podcast. Oh, my God. So, like, TJ's into dabs now. <coughs> I... Okay, so I took a stance not doing dabs. Okay. For years. Uh-huh. For years, mm-hmm. folks. Everybody listening right now. But what? I didn't take dabs for over two years. And then what happened? Then I ran out of weed. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it so much more expensive than getting flour? Look, okay, so I went to a Papa and Barkley... Um, like a pop of, or is this only because you were working for a cannabis company and you were getting a discount? Basically, I got two free grams of. So you yeah. were only smoking wax because you were getting fucking it for free or a discount? Pretty much. I ran out of weed, right? This was back in like October. I ran out of weed, and then I had a gram of Pop and Barkley live rosin, and then I had a gram of this, uh. Source sugar wax quest strain, mm-hmm. and I've been hitting that ever since. So two grams have has lasted me since November, mm-hmm. and it's what three months later. Grab mm-hmm. the beer! Grab the beer! <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's uh, I've made two grams last a while, and yeah, I I personally don't really give a shit. As as soon as it's gone, I probably will. I'll probably end up going on a break anyway. So, no, I feel that. Um, 
I actually have been on a break from weed. The only reason why I got high today is because my roommate had weed. And I also introduced her to Wonder Brett, which is one of my favorite Wonder brands. Brett is the shit. And we often go to the Wonder Brett dispensary, which is on La Brea and mm-hmm. Beverly. So if y'all all around the area, shout out to Wonder Brett because <laughs> I love all of them. Not, but for real, the bartenders are great. Um, I love the security guards there. I love everyone there. I love that dispensary, and that's big of me to say because I've worked for dispensaries and just the, like the weed industry for years, fucking years, like a large portion of my life, which is what maybe like eight to nine years of my life that I've fucking worked at dispensaries. Um, and out of all the brands that I've come across, Wonder Brett is my favorite. I trust their weed. I trust the way they grow their weed. I trust their concentrates, you know, edibles and everything. I just trust the company, like, mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah. So I go there often. Um, but I recently decided to take a break just because I was, like, working out and stuff Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i do smoke i usually go to wonder bread and get their weed got you because it just it tastes good Mm -hmm. um i get what i'm looking for like yes i do have some homies that i pick up from from time to time but the black market shit but you can tell the difference I am going to just say that okay you are paying taxes and I fucking get it those taxes are fucking whack it's so lame but do your research because every dispensary charges a different tax it's not all the same. So just do your research and you will find a dispensary that works for you and has the products that you need. And I say this as a bartender with experience that just wanted to help their fellow stoner friend. <laughs> like the best way that I can put it. Honestly. Well, thank you, Dulce. You are very welcome. We appreciate you. (laughs) So I need to know what you have been listening to lately. Oh, my God. So much. Um, I've been diving into, like, a lot of oldies Mm -hmm. lately. Um, Like I said, I've been listening to kind of, like, the same five tracks. Which is kind of annoying, but it's like there's a reason why I'm listening to the same five fucking songs. Um, but to give you an idea, I've been listening to a lot of Tyler Creator. Mm-hmm. What what uh, specifically, Tyler? Oh my god, I just looked this up last night. Go 
Go ahead and open your phone. I have to. I just looked this up last night. His last three albums. No, no, no. I legit just looked this up last night because my my roommate was like, this is what I want to paint tomorrow. And I'm like, yo, this is like the easiest Tyler the Creator album that you can paint. What is it? Flower Boy? Flower Boy. There you go. Yeah. Flower Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Fla- I, Flower Boy's really, it's, it's pretty good. So I've been listening to Flower Boy maybe like every single morning <laughs> <laughs> for like the past two weeks. It's such a good album. Just from beginning to end, it's it just brings me joy, and it gets me ready for my day. It's a great, it's a really like, great California album. Uh, like Pothole with Jaden Smith. Yep. Uh, that's my shit. I think mine's going to be, um, what song is it? It's, uh, it's one I, I listen to all the time. So good. Whether it's like. Regular version, chopped and screwed. Which one? I'm so curious. To um, know. it is. Let me see which one it is. I'm on my phone right now. Uh, boredom. Whoa! I'm sorry. <laughs> we do not own the rights to the, to no. the song. Both. I'm like, in. where is this coming from? We do not own the rights to that. <laughs> I believe that might be YG. Yeah. I'm so sorry, um, everyone. <laughs> so it's no um, big deal. My it's boredom. Phone. Oh, boredom. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, boredom is my shit. That's my favorite song on the album. That's from like his recent album, is it not? No, it's from Flower Boy. It's oh, it is from Flower Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find some time. Find, find some time, time to, to do, do something. something. Find some time. Find some oh my god that's my favorite stop i love that oh my god and i i love this album so much it's great that's what i'm Later. saying like it's a really it's like a perfect depiction of california like when, you, when you're yes. driving around and like, cali and you listen to it it's happiness perfect. yeah like you're just so joyful when you hear this mm-hmm. album i legit play this album every morning when I'm getting ready for work, whether it's glitter or pothole or just like one of the songs off the album, like I love this album. And this is why I adore Tyler, the creator as an artist. I think he's so amazing as an artist. He's definitely so unique from his timeline. Oh, he is. I mean, um, each album. I mean, I. Maybe Cherry Bomb isn't in my. It, I mean, it's not in my yeah, favorites. It's okay, not it's okay. Favorite, but, but like, I mean, Goblin. I mean, he's different. He's different. Wolf. I mean, he's call different. me if you get lost. Uh, Igor. Call me if you get lost. Oh, I, oh my god. Shit. I he's got I love hits. that album. Yeah, he, he's got really really he's good different. albums. Yeah. He's just different, and if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. And it is what it is. Even Bastard's really good too. Like, <sighs> yep, I I know, I fucking know. He's got he's got hits. Yeah, he does. I think if I was to say I listen to, on like a daily basis, um, currency for sure. 
Okay, so like. Gotta listen to currency every single day. If especially if you want the bag, like if you're like motivated to get shit done and like just better your life, currency never misses. So what currency album have you religiously listened to? Shit. Like you have to play something so the audience kinda has the feel. Because you have to understand also like even me being a currency fan, there's times where people ask me, like, oh, who do you fuck with? Like, who do you listen to the most? And I'm like, oh, yeah, currency. And they're like, who's currency? And That's some bullshit I, if they say that. It's like straight up. It's not. I mean, for us, it might be bullshit. But, but for a lot of people. Like, he's been around since. I know, but not a lot of people know who the fuck he is. And why known, do you think? I've known Currency like, since you gotta Grown get Man it. on the Carter 2. Like, yeah, but not a lot of people are like, That's like, like 2005, oh, like, 2006. Like, 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 look him up. All right, so if I had to choose, like, I love Pilot Talk 2 religiously. I love all of the Pilot Talk. With a passion. Like, I think that overall is his best album okay. ever made. Like, what like production-wise. I mean, what song? Please play a song. Oh my god! Well, I can't play it because obviously I don't own the rights to it. Oh dang! But like, but Airborne Aquarium, Montro, oh, yes. Famous, Montre- a G, oh, Fashionably Montreux. Late, Real oh, Estate. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Like, okay, I can see that. I can see that for like sure. Like Monster Beast is that nigga? <laughs> Seriously, I'm I'm dead serious. He really is. Yes. But yes, yes, yes. like, what's what's crazy though is before that album, mm-hmm. my favorite album was um, this ain't no mixtape. Okay, okay, okay. Power button was Power my button. shit. Oh my god, like I love that song so much. But um, yeah, I like, wish we could listen to that song right now. I, I haven't heard Power Button in so long. Uh, like Canal Street Confidential, the Andretti series was so good. Listen, the only reason why I really went to New Orleans was to go to the Jet Club. That was the only reason, and it was the best time ever. I was so fucked up, but... I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters, folks. <laughs> like, this is how much I fuck with currency. I He's love so currency. good. He's so consistent. Every year, you're getting at least six or seven projects from currency. Most definitely. And I love just, like, his fandom. You know, like, these are, like, real-ass currency fans that, like, no word for word. Mm-hmm. They fuck with him heavy. And what's crazy, though, is, like, his bars have never fallen off. Ever. Well, you also have to be a fan of his bars. Well, know? I'm saying, like, the subject matter. Like, listen. The, the cadence. It, it, the it, metaphors. It, like, it almost reminds me of J. Cole fans hmm. because J. Cole fans are like super into like that storytelling, but like yeah. kind of song. And I feel like Currency also has that, but like it's more movie related sometimes. Okay. If that makes any sense. I get you. Yeah. If, if, uh, if like, the Godfather um, had a rap soundtrack, it would be, <laughs> it'd be Currency. 
No, yeah, I can totally Straight see up. that. Like, what was that fucking album? Um, it was in State Street Confidential. Um, Canal Street Confidential. Canal Street Confidential. Oh my god. Canal Street. There you go. This is why I have you here. Exactly. <laughs> like look, like look at my currency. Like, you see this? Wait, can you pass that to me so I can look at it? Because one of my favorite songs off this album is "Superstar." Yeah, Canal Street Confidential. That's exactly the album I was talking about. That shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, everywhere, speed, really, yeah. really, really dope. Superstar is drive by with that. future like fire. No, superstar. If you listen to that album, please listen to superstar. Like I'm telling you, the Andretti series though, like the nine thirty, ten thirty, eleven thirty, twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Just bangers. And this is why you can't hate on him because he legit just doesn't tries stop. to be so consistent. He just does not stop. He he's don't. like putting out a project. Like he's out there. Like all of his throwaway tracks, quote unquote throwaways, are gonna go on an EP and he's gonna release it. Like yeah. which is so great. Currency, you're that dude. Just wanna I let you know. Guy. So dope. And this is why I followed him for so long. It's so wild, like the experiences I've had with him. Um, yeah. You know what's my favorite video is the breakfast video where he's in, I don't know if he's in Miami or Panama or somewhere. But you've never seen the video? Breakfast video? Yeah. No. Well, the song Breakfast off of Pilot Talk. Yeah, yeah. He, he shot a video for it. And he's like on like a... Oh, are you talking about like the actual mu- uh music video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying I got like I that's my favorite video he's ever made. Like I just oh. love it. It's so so simple, but just him. That's his currency. Yeah, it, it, doesn't he make like kind of encourage you to kind of find? I don't know. Like once you make it, to kind of take after yourself. Oh, best. Just like bet. live life. For sure, like, like that's my dream is to just honestly, one of my dreams is to really just like start like my DJ journey mm-hmm. and like do shit where I'm able to play in different countries because I know that certain DJs do play in different countries and just like imagine that, like bringing that kind of vibration in a different continent, mm-hmm. like a different part of the world oh my god i strive for that 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 reminds me um i didn't this is the first time i'm hearing that you wanted to be a dj and really yes oh my god a lot of my friends know this like uh, maybe all of my friends know that i want to be a dj did you ever watch that netflix series called turn up charlie no with idris elba He's a no. D- so he's a DJ. Because I know he's a DJ. Yes, he's a I DJ. know he's he, a DJ. Well, he's, but yeah, in the series, he's like a like a, a kind of washed up DJ that what like a, he's like a has been, but then like kind of like finds newfound stardom again. And it's a comedy, but you should definitely watch it. It's on okay. Netflix. Like it's really good. No, yeah, I've heard of I've heard of him, and I know he's a DJ, and I know that he's actually had certain pop ups, and. Uh, where he's killed it and people are just super surprised that it's him. Like I I mm-hmm. trust me. 
The thing is, I've I've looked into DJing for so long, so long. But like, even when I recently posted something about this um, uh, female woman DJ that I follow, <laughs> a female woman. Well, because I, I I have to put it out there. Like a lot of times, I say DJ and like. You know, people just think it's males all the time. But white, no, there's you know, white like, dudes flipping the knobs. Yeah, you know there's also yeah. women DJs that fucking kill yeah, this that's shit. Very true. So I recently posted this beautiful woman who DJs who killed this remix. It was a Bad Bunny song, and she mixed it with this Twista song spectacular um and we're a little uh crossfaded folks just giving you a forewarning just giving you a heads up parental warnings we are drinking and dabbing some cannabis <laughs> just giving you all a heads up we love you very much keep listening stay tuned she will pick up where she left off in a minute after she stops laughing and feels embarrassed. <laughs> How about you pass that beer to me? You look like uh, I could drink some more. Yep. Here we go. Pepe. Something about DJs, women DJs that are dope. But we're, we'll skip it. We'll let's move on. <laughs> we're uh we're under the influence, so we're gonna move on. You know, it is what it is. But aside from my favorite, or one of my favorite, my top ten favorite rappers, currency, there is a new album by Saba called "A Few Good Things." Okay. I sent you a song earlier today. From Saba? Yeah. No, I didn't get that. I didn't send it to you? No. Well, either way. Fucking good. No, you didn't send it to me. Here. There's one song called Come My Way featuring Crazy Bone. I'm going to send it to you right now. And still featuring Smino and, and uh, Six Lack. Mm-hmm. Really, this is really, this is a great produced, rapped, sung album. Okay. And I was very surprised. Though, I shouldn't have been that surprised because I've never listened to his music before. Um, but my my homie Luke sent it to me and it was actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of got like a little bit of a Kendrick feel, a little bit of a Isaiah Rashad kind of feel to it. And a little I bit love, of a Boz kind of feel. I love Isaiah Rashad. I love Kendrick Lamar. So yes, this sounds like it's right up my ass. It, it's good. Like the transitions between track and track is really good too. Like, check it out. It's pretty good. That and the listen to that Kyle album. It's not so bad. Is that like the same album? Like that song that you sent me? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. 
Um, most of it is very pop. Like his first album was yeah, more like hip hop. I can see that he's uh, he's very pop because I follow his girlfriend. Yeah, he's moving into like that, at least with this album, into that kind of pop realm a little bit. Like, um, yeah. See, I'm not very pop. I'm not either. I'm not either. Like the like the commercial cool. radio hip hop is kind of like, like there could be some good songs for sure, but like his his first album was pretty good, mm-hmm. um, which was. Which was it? It's called uh, Light of Mine back in 2018. That was actually pretty good. Um, it was more hip-hop for sure. And this next one's like radio shit. Hmm. Which there's a couple decent songs, but for the rest of it, I didn't save it. Like I don't really save music unless it really moves me nowadays. Like Before, I used to like, I'll add an album just because it was like a certain artist. I didn't give a fuck. But now I don't do that. Um, no, yeah. I usually take screenshots. Like, if I see a song that I like, I will take a screenshot and listen to it later and see if I like it or not. And I will either add it to my, like, songs or mm-hmm. to, like, a playlist that I feel like it fits with. Because I have a few playlists. Um, well... Yeah, I have a few playlists. But how many screenshots do you actually have? Of certain songs? Yeah. Um, a few. And I will usually add them and then delete the screenshots. Okay, for sure. I'll just like <laughs> you probably have like a whole folder of like screenshot songs, I thought. No, I I I usually take a screenshot of it and add it and then delete it right after just because it takes it takes up space. That cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't need that For extra real. spot. Um, but yeah, if it's something that I really like, I'll take a screenshot of it right away and I'll add it to a playlist of mine or I'll just like it. Smart, smart. I would do the same thing. Yeah. Um, What have you been watching lately? Have you been watching anything good? Oh my God. I've been super into Euphoria. Mm, I've oh, seen the tweets, countless tweets of Euphoria every time on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, the new episode comes out tonight, mm-hmm. but I'll probably watch it tomorrow night. Um, I love Euphoria. A lot of people have been criticizing it because they feel like it is unrealistic of how it is in a high school environment, mm-hmm. you know, or whatnot. But I think it is very realistic. If not, <laughs> I mean, I I feel like everyone knows there have been worse times in middle or in high school, or you've seen worse things in high in high school. Um, euphoria is probably just like a little taste of it, to be quite honest. No, I'm. I've never actually watched an entire like season, but I I did it's watch, great. I did watch the first episode of the second season, and though it didn't really captivate me as far as like the story and stuff like that, but like the cinematography, like the way it was shot, was gorgeous. Like okay. it looked so dope. Yeah, and I I believe they got like Kodak to bring back like a specific type of film. I read that. Yeah. Yeah. Just to shoot this, and I think that's 
just amazing that they went above and beyond mm-hmm. just for this show. And I think it goes so well, like with the show, the concept of mm-hmm. it. It's just it's great. I'll, I'll I'll definitely catch it soon. I think there's, there's certain like music and certain shows I don't necessarily like listen to or watch because the hype is so real. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just die down and then I'll, I'll watch it on my own time, which is stupid. It makes no sense. Because I want to be part of the Twitter conversation, but I ended up, <laughs> I ended up dumb. I love Twitter because yeah. of this, honestly. Because <gasps> yeah. you just find out so much shit through Twitter. So fucking much. Yeah. And now it's like, I feel like TikTok is the new Twitter. Because you find out so much more, more shit through TikTok. Because people are so much more comfortable with just filming a video of themselves and giving giving their real opinion versus like typing it now. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, like TikTok is for sure becoming the new Twitter. You know, I I never got into TikTok for sure. I'm I'm I, off the grid almost for the most part, except for Twitter. Listen, I wasn't into TikTok at all. Um, and then I don't know if it was a coworker or a friend of mine that like kept talking to me about it and I finally downloaded it. I didn't make an account. I think I was just like looking at the videos mm-hmm. and the videos were so funny. Um, I just like, I would get on TikTok just to watch the video so like have something to laugh at and i recently made my first tiktok video Ooh, let me see this shit let me see it, let me see it. <laughs> where it's actually a blind reaction to episode four of euphoria let me see it come on show it to me oh my god this is embarrassing this is, this is gonna be a podcast reaction of this me is- so embarrassing. <laughs> Watching her first TikTok. Oh my God. Okay, so first of all, like, this is me coming home from the gym. So my hair is pretty fucking wild. Oh my God. Okay. Um, just because I fuck with you, TJ, I will fucking let you watch this. Yeah, buddy. I appreciate that. Here. Just fucking. Here we go. Let's let's see. This is so weird. Decent views. Okay. Right. I don't even know how many views it has. I don't give a fuck either. But um. Alright, hold on. Let me turn it up. Can you hear it? Wait. Oh my god. Right, hold on. Let me, let me go back. Oh my god. Oh my god. Here oh we go. My god. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> 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 I'm so embarrassed. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. It, I mean, it's basically like Vine for the most part, right? Oh wait, you didn't even look at it. Wait, what do you mean? I watched it. You watched the whole thing? It's, it's not long, right? It's long. Oh, it's long. Oh, I thought it kept repeating. No, this is a long video. Opening up this episode with Kim and Rue head. You know she don't think it. <laughs> 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 
Legit, every scene was a surprise for me. You can hear it. I'm really cracking up. Oh my god. For real? This is a blind reaction, y'all. Like, every scene, I was legit recording my reaction. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He's really looking at my TikTok. I am, and you're wilding right now. I know your ass is drunk. take back i rescind my statement folks she was not intoxicated <laughs> no, she was I, not I, under I, the influence <laughs> she was completely sober i was i had just gotten home from the gym and i was super excited to finally watch the episode and i'm like i'm just gonna do a fine reaction on tiktok and see how it goes <laughs> so far so good <laughs> you know i've been um i've been watching this is some old man shit but I've actually been binge watching The Sopranos. Lately. Okay, I haven't seen The Sopranos at all. It's it's pretty good. It's very well written. It's dated for sure. What season are you on? I just got on to the last season, season six. Wow. So, so I'm gonna start so you that. Binge watch season one through six. One through five. One through five. Yes, like thirteen episodes a season. In how long? Uh, about 50 minutes per episode. So, like, in how long? I've been watching it uh, so like the past two week? months, I think. Two months? I think two months, yeah. Um, it was very well written, very, the acting's great. Um, nice. I hear Gallifini, that, I great. hear that, um, there's, like, some sort of tie between the Sopranos and Euphoria, actually. Is that so? Yeah, supposedly, um, if you see the first episode of the new season of Euphoria, um, Fez's grandma, supposedly to like a lot of people who have watched the sopranos reminds them of like a character from the sopranos or something along those lines hmm. and i might have to check um, that out and see if it's yeah yeah, yeah. Actual. apparently there's like a tie between the sopranos I'll probably just Google it and see exactly what it is. Which I would not be surprised with if that <laughs> if that were the truth. Both HBO folks. <laughs> Get on it. But yeah, Fez's grandma was a down ass bitch. FYI. 
but the the Sopranos is really good. I've uh have you been watching anything else besides Euphoria? Um, like TV show wise, not really. Mm. Um, I usually don't really have a lot of time for that. And this is just me. Like I work, and then I go to the gym, and if I do watch something like show wise or like something on the screen, it's like a a movie. Mm-hmm. So like a rom com or like I love rom coms. A horror movie. What's your What's your favorite rom com? Favorite rom com. I mean, you can name a couple. Actually, the sweetest thing. Sweetest thing. Which one was that? Let me see. With Cameron Diaz, Christina Applegate. It's called the sweetest thing. Yes. Let me see. You know what was this? Uh, two thousand two. Okay, I actually never watched this. What? No, I never watched this movie. You've never seen the sweetest thing. No, it's got old girl oh. from uh, that one movie. I forgot. Um, my god no then uh no you're not very familiar with rom-coms in this case because this is like one of the classics you know the sweetest jason bateman's in this okay oh parker posey selma blair yeah yeah, selma blair exactly it's christina applegate selma blair cameron diaz the main women cast look it's got a good cast okay i'll give oh. you that but just because i haven't seen this doesn't mean i don't know about rom-coms okay i know my mm, rom-coms okay so like have you ever seen a night's tale thing? yes you ever seen 10 things i hate about you yes five minutes of summer yes you ever see about a boy no okay then don't give me that you ever see serendipity you've got uh, mail um, yes sleeping in no. seattle Yes, but also I've seen the last two when I was very young. Okay, look, you've seen yours. I've seen mine. This is a pretty good one. I'll, g- I'll give you that. that. That seems interesting. I'll watch it for sure. You look faded right now. <laughs> no one, if you're listening right now, you can't see her face, but I can see it. And <laughs> she looks... Pretty, pretty gone, folks. No, no, no. He's right. I'm pretty faded. <clears throat> I need to get on your level. Let me get some of this beer. Also, <laughs> I've been drinking a lot. I'm going to catch uh, up. I'm going to catch up, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Are you into any, like, the Marvel movies or, like, the Star Wars stuff or anything like that? So, um, funny my roommate and I were starting the Marvel series. So you're watching it in chronological order? Yeah, in chronological order. Okay, so you're super behind then. Like, you're only like, what, two movies in? Three movies in? No. You watched Captain America, right? Yeah. Then did you watch Captain Marvel next? I believe so. And then I think it would be Incredible Hulk or Iron Man next. One of the two. So you're like, what, three movies in? Hulk. And then Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But then you got Iron Man t- 2, I think, is next. Or Thor, one of the two. Okay, so you're like, you still got like 25 movies to watch. I know. Which is great. It's a journey, and it's fucking amazing. 
No, it is. And I think that's why I'm super excited about it because, I mean, yeah, I've seen Marvel movies, but it's cool to see it in chronological order Mm -hmm. and, like, how it ties in. So I love that. The only thing is we haven't been super consistent about it because, one, we have such different schedules and then... When we do have the same schedule, we're both working out, and when we get home, I mean, cook, and it's just, yeah, it's not there. (laughs) So true, folks. Oh, man. For anyone watching, take your time with with the Marvel Universe. You know, it's, it's, uh, just enjoy the journey, not the destination. Enjoy this. <laughs> Jets. Just enjoy this shit. Just enjoy this shit. Exactly. Jet life. Mm-hmm. All right. On that note, I think we're going to call it a wrap. Oh, we are? On this episode. Unless you got anything you want to talk about. We're gone. <laughs> so after you guys are done listening to this, we're going to drink some more beer and smoke some more weed. Yeah. Sucks for y'all. I mean... It's great for us, though. It's great for us, and they might have been doing this the whole time. I encourage them. (laughs) As long as you're 21 and up. Exactly. (laughs) What he said. Exactly. Well, Candy, thanks for popping up, coming on the show. I hope this was a good one. Oh, definitely. Facts. We've had a (laughs) good-ass time. We're getting fucking lit over here. (laughs) A lot do they know. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to T-Moon Radio. And we'll catch you on the next show. See you on the flip side. All right. Oh, thank you.